So many young people right now are asking what path they could take. Ten years ago, the only big decision a university student needs to make in terms of life path is what course he or she is going to take and then after graduation, what they studied pretty much sets the path for them. Like for example, a marketing major will 90% of the time go on to work in a corporate setting, start as an associate, and climb the corporate ladder. Now, however, with the advent of the internet fueling globalization, there are so much more choices for each individual. This is good and wonderful, but it also breeds more questions on the path to take for young marketers or graduating students. You know, more choices equals more confusions. It's a basic marketing concept. So today, I'm going to focus on the possible career paths of a young marketer in this era of information, connectivity, and globalization. If you are searching for information about paths in the marketing field, or you want to know what you could possibly do after getting your university diploma, or you're curious about the career paths in marketing in today's world, then tune in. I hope you get something out of this. Let's start episode one of the Erudite Marketer podcast in three, two, one. Hello, welcome again to the Erudite Marketer Podcast, where we're going to chat about marketing, business, and life. So our topic today is about the possible career paths of a young marketer in this era of information, connectivity, and globalization. I recently gave a talk to around 1,200 young marketers, and one of the questions they asked me was relating to the paths they could take after graduation. Some wanted to forge their own paths, and some were hungry to know what possibilities there are in this field. Having been in the industry for more than a decade now, don't tell anyone that, I have witnessed the old world of marketing when it was all about TV, radio, newspapers, etc., and have been fortunate enough to have ridden the waves of change and have become well-versed also in the new mediums of marketing, such as social, Google, and digital. And what I can say is, while marketing at its essence is the same, it's people with something to offer, trying to get the coveted attention of its target market, and ultimately influence purchase at the most cost-effective way. So while marketing's essence remains the same, the mediums are changing. And this also entails new paths for marketers right now. People in the marketing track right now can actually get into specializations like social media, content, etc. And even social media has a lot of 
um, different branches. Like for example, it has Facebook, it has Instagram, it has ad management, content management, community management, right? So there are so much more choices right now in the path someone could take. Whereas before, young marketers only have one track, and that's marketing in a corporation, which entails, well, everything. And you start from being an associate and climb up the corporate ladder into becoming a marketing manager and then soon enough be hopefully an AVP in marketing, then a VP, and then the CMO. So right now in this era today, what are the possible paths for a young marketer? The first one is the corporate path. So of course, this one is still quite strong and one of the most obvious choices. After graduation, university graduates often have just one question. Which company should I work for? And that's the usual old way, right? And after graduation, you can start working in a company where you feel you can grow and you can learn the skills that you want to build. This path is good for those just starting to have a solid background on how big companies work. You can be exposed to experts in the field and you can also get experience, not just in marketing, but also in working with other people. This path is also one of the most stable among all the possible choices, but will also require you to show up at the office every day. In the country where I'm at, that's kind of difficult, especially for someone like me who have been able to work remotely for some time, especially with regard to the traffic. However, if you want to really grow and build your network and have some peers with you while you are working, the corporate path is actually a good choice. It's stable, it will help you learn, especially if you get to be under a good manager, and it will also help you hone up those relational skills and con communication skills. The second one is remote, remote working. <laughs> so in remote working, you are hired by one company but you work virtually. The main difference about corporate and remote working is the face-to-face -face interaction. Face-to-face -face interaction or the physical availability of a person is not really um, as required in remote working. You can also like communicate with your team. You can also communicate with your manager, but mostly this is done online. This wouldn't have been possible before when internet was not yet very good but now with internet speeds going up and with more companies realizing that people can also be productive you know while working remote this is now a good option this type of working usually is for roles that are more in line with digital marketing such as social media management and website development some companies that offer remote working requires a regular physical meeting, sometimes once a week or once a month. It really depends on the company, but basically it's to check up on progress and the employee. So remote working is somewhere in the middle between the corporate working and 
the next one, which is freelancing. Freelancing is where you get clients and serve them with the skills that you have. Take note, I said clients, meaning as a freelancer, you get not just one, but more two or more clients to serve. And normally, freelancers focus on one to two key skills, like, for example, social media marketing or website development. And that's the only thing that they offer. So unlike in a corporate setting where as a marketing associate or a marketer, you are to look over almost everything for the company, everything that concerns marketing for the company. In freelancing, you work for multiple organizations and your work hours may vary. Whereas in a corporate setting, that's normally nine to five. In a remote working setting, normally it's also regular hours. In freelancing, you can be paid by hour or per week or monthly, depending on your negotiations. So your working hours may also vary. Some also ask for just to be paid via results. So with that, the payment would also be up to the time that you actually give the results. So with freelancing, it's much more variable and it's much more flexible, but also it's a lot less stable unless you get like really good clients who will stick by you for a long term. And lastly, and this is true not just for young marketers today, but for anyone and everyone in the market right now for jobs or for things to do, you can also pursue becoming an influencer or an entrepreneur or something else entirely unrelated to what you studied. This is unheard of um, just a few years ago, but the internet has opened so much possibilities to people right now that actually sometimes it's even argued that a university degree is no longer needed to make it in this world. What do you think? That would be a topic for another podcast. But yeah, your university degree or the course that you've taken doesn't have to limit what you can do. Remember, you got your university degree to help you launch into the career that you want, to help you in the life path that you want. In no specific time should it limit you in anything that you want to do. I know a lot of multi-hyphenated people. I know those who are currently slaying it in a field that is not directly correlating to the degree they pursued in university. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to go forward and get that experience. The internet has opened so many new vocations that you can pursue such as blogging, podcasting, content creation, and a whole lot more. So there's really no question on whether or not you are more suitable to corporate or freelancing or remote working. What you need to know is actually, what do you want to do? That's actually what's the most important thing that you need to know actually knowing what you want to do. 
because that will lead you to the tools you need to enable you to walk in the path that will bring you the most joy and fulfillment. Okay, let me repeat that again. The most important thing for you to determine right now, apart from the career path, apart from the company that you are going to work with, is actually knowing what you want to do because that will lead you to the tools you need to enable you to walk in the path that will bring you the most joy and fulfillment. There are so much resources out there available, free, paid, everything. And there are a lot of mentors and people willing to share their thoughts and willing to share their expertise to you right now. That is why the most important right now is for you to determine what you want so that you can utilize the right tools that are available right now that would help propel you to the life that you want. So whether you want to go corporate, remote working, freelancing, or any other new vocation, or you want to try all of them, that's okay. You got to find you. You got to do you because in the long term, that's what's going to matter. So don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to try. As long as you're not hurting anyone, much more yourself, just go and do it. Just go and try. Hope you got something good out of this episode. Wishing you victory and light. Thank you.